All right. That looks like that's the beginning, the end of one show and the beginning of another. About damn time. <laughs> Here it is. It's uh, 1230 Central Time in uh, Iowa at on the Rolling Toe Show on September 29th, 2022. So does that mean we only have to do a half-hour show? Well, we'll do whatever we want. <laughs> so oh, okay. if it goes short or it goes long, I guess that's what happens. It's what um, happens. And this is this is the first time that you've been in studio since early August. It's been about six weeks, yeah. Right, right. Yeah. It was like the first full day you've been in the office. Yes. Since mid early, mid early August. Yes. You it, missed it, didn't you? Well, no. You guys finally unlocked the door and let me in. Unlocked <laughs> the door. <laughs> <laughs> we tried to keep Mike out because uh, he's done enough, and he should stay home more. This is our call-in show, the Rolling Toe Show. And the phone number is? 855-950-3835 for anybody that wants to call in. And we're willing to take calls on tire wear. Right. And handling. Tire wear and handling. And chrome. Chrome. Any jobs. Any chrome-related. Chrome's, yeah, chrome's good. Uh, We won't take vibration calls. Unless they're good vibrations. Good. Good, good, <laughs> and good vibration. Yes, yeah, so like the uh, what uh, uh, Santa was showing us uh, or sent us the rest of the sex that. toys on the road. A semi truck crashed, and they were all, all over the road. Right, <laughs> that right. Had a vibration in his seat, lost his load. Yep, yep, lost yeah. his load. Okay, all right, very nice, um, very, very good. Well, I just got through with a tech call with a tire engineer about a particular tire wear problem. <laughs> so during this time yes. we didn't weren't on the air, I had time to get that all solved. Right. And uh, it was uh, an Ackerman intersection question. Ackerman intersection. I see. Okay. So when you turn the truck to the left or to the right, the toe on the front of the truck changes. Correct. And it toes out. Correct. Which allows the inside tire to turn a smaller circle and the outside tire to turn a larger circle, which allows you to go around a corner. And there are, based on how long your truck is, there is a amount of toe out that is supposed to occur as you turn the wheel to make everything turn off of a common point. Right. If you have a normal wheelbase length highway truck, and you have the perfect Ackerman, Correct. it will take you four city blocks to turn it around. There we go. So they tend to set the Ackerman for a shorter truck, which will cause the front end to come around quicker, but causes a little bit of tire wear. Right. So the, the balance between the operational of the tire and the operational of the truck is kind of worked out because highway trucks only turn that sharp maybe three percent of their operating mileage right but you take a garbage truck or a dump truck and they're turning and they're turning all the time and so they really shorten up the steering radius Mm -hmm. to make them turn and it causes a really distinctive tire wear pattern yeah toe out toe out on turn and it's shredding the steering looks like somebody's run a file or a rasp over just turn right So this tire engineer was trying to figure out, how do I explain this to the customer? And so we got a copy of the Common Man's Guide out. And we went into page about 120, and there's a whole series discussing this. 
Right. And so we talked about it and what to do and what your compensations are. And so he's, he's all excited about going and talking to the customer now. Good. Good. That's all I want to hear. It was a good stuff. We had, uh, similarly, right before the show started, I had a similar, uh, call from a guy down in Laredo that, uh, he said, uh, I mean, he's been meaning to get a hold of us for a while anyway, but he, he has a truck in there. They've aligned it. Uh, they measured it. They found that the, the steer axle was out of square by a half inch. Oh. And yeah. so they sent it back to Kenworth and Kenworth sent it back to them and they looked at it and they said, it's still off. How did they send it back to us? And it's still off. And then they looked at it and, uh, this is a problem all the way back in that same common man's guidebook at the very front in the introduction, you talk about finding a riser blocking backwards in a Peterbilt. Yes. Right. Now this is a Kenworth. Yes. But he says it's got a riser block and it's tapered to the front on the left side, but it's tapered to the back on the right side. <laughs> they put the suspension together wrong. Yeah. And it's a half inch off. Well, yeah, the pin enters in the uh, about a half inch off right. from the spring to the axle because right. there's actually two pins and they can't have them running into each other. Uh, so yeah, he, uh, <laughs> said, yes, don't, you know, you get your, your half inch off. It's, uh, it's pushing the steer axle back on the right side. It's causing a terrible right pull. It's causing terrible handling. You're going to solve all your problems when you flip that around. Right. So there, that, that common man's guide, it's, uh, uh, 30 years ago, writing about this stuff. 95. That, you know, yeah. 1995 is when we looked when at it. it came out. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, the problems that are in it are still out there. Yep. Every day. <laughs> Every day. We're still solving them. Yep. All right. All right. Again, uh, anybody that wants to hear about their tire wear problems and get them solved and find out why their tires are wearing funny or they can't seem to keep it on the road or they got a vibration here or not enough comb there, the number again here is 855 3835. I'm thinking about adding additional subjects that we'll take calls on. Additional subjects? Yes. What, what, what do you have in mind? I want to expand it marital problems. Marital problems? Yeah. <laughs> well, you, you just spent a month after, now this is your 55th? 56th. 56th wedding anniversary. anniversary. Yes. For your 56th wedding anniversary, yes. you took a month long drive all over the West. In a Prius. We drove 5,846 miles. In a Prius. In four weeks. In four weeks. And I think after that, I can help anybody with marital problems. (laughs) (laughs) Now, my concern here is uh, focus. You know how you always say something about I was driving a Prius, not a focus. (laughs) (laughs) You say, you know, the problem with the experience is how do you get it? Do you have the same year? 20 years in a row, or do you have 20 different years experience? I have 56 years worth of experience. <laughs> 56 years experience. But it's with the same person. True. So you can give anybody advice on how to stay married to Dottie. To Dottie, yes. <laughs> now, oh, I hadn't thought about that. Oh, oh, that hurts. <laughs> <laughs> or she can give 56 years worth of experience of how to stay married to you. I don't Actually, know what she'll is. give the experience on how not to kill Mike. <laughs> how not to kill Mike. Yeah, we really wanted to do it, but she restrained herself. <laughs> I've heard about the frying pan. Oh, uh, yeah. 
She's got three of them. She's now. got three. three. They're, they're cast iron. Three cast iron frying pans, a little right. one, a medium, and a big one. And depending right. on her attitude. Or how mad out. she is or exactly what you did. Yeah. Well, the other thing is how far away from her I am. She'll get the little one and she can throw it. <laughs> she can throw it a lot further than the big one. <laughs> the big one's for close in combat. With That's the, right. That's right. right. Okay. No problems at all. <laughs> all right. Well, uh, we're, we're chewing up minutes, but we're not chewing in guests. Well, I think that because Kevin was on the phone for a half hour extra, everybody who wanted to listen to us gave up and went someplace else. That's possible. That's not a... That's not a I but mean, I really don't care. But it, I mean, what is... It, does, it doesn't affect our pay. No. We're paying just as much if he's... We'll have to charge double rates for the callers. So... Yes. Uh, uh, what do we get? What do we accept as pay from the callers? Uh, 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 I want them to write their questions on the back of a $100 bill. Right. Okay. And we'll read it on air. Right. And when we get it, we'll read it on air and we'll discuss what's going on. I will not return the dollar. The we will not be returning bill. the $100 bill. It's mine. Right. Uh, yeah. Maybe we should make that a rule from now on. That's how all questions come in. If, yeah, you're, you can call in and we'll answer your question if we have the $100 bill in our hands. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> We're going to turn this to a money-making program. Now, speaking of which, speaking of uh, somebody who wrote something in, I got an email earlier this week from a guy talking about a, a noise in his bearings. Now, there's a couple of things I meant to sort out with it, but uh, after some time, the, it got later in the evening, and I, I moved on from that to other things, and I haven't gotten back to it. And I wanted to ask you about uh, noise in steer bearings. I, I've, only time I've ever heard noise in a steer bearing is when it's coming apart. It's pitted bad, and it's starting to come apart, yes. Right. That's my experience with noise in the steer bearing. Right. But he's saying he just replaced them. They're tight. There's plenty of oil in it, and there's no metal on the magnet. Okay, so then the next question is, is it noise in the bearing, or is it the brace you're rubbing against the drum? Those were the questions. Those were the things that I was thinking. But uh, I didn't want to tell him he doesn't know what he's hearing. Yeah, you he's got he's back 50 off the brace years old. a little bit with your adjustment and, right. it and see if the noise is still there. Um, no, every time I've had noise in the bearing, it's because there's a pitting in the bearing. Right, right. I was trying to picture how it could be. I mean, I know he said he followed the procedure where you, you tighten it and you back it off a quarter turn, and then you put it together. But first, he's saying he has no play. And then second, there's no metal. So I just I can't figure out where his noise could be coming. It's a new hub. Uh, just last year, put it on. It's got to be something other than the bearing that he's hearing. If it's holding together, if it is, if the metal isn't coming apart, and it's not showing up on the magnet in the oil, it's got to be something else that you're actually hearing. I wonder if it's well. The rubbing surfaces that you deal with in the rotating hub are first the bearing, right? Second, the drum or the rotor against the pads, right? And third, the grease seal. Yes. Because the grease seal is a rotating assembly, too. Yes. I, I've never heard a grease seal making noise, but that doesn't mean it comes from the dome. Right. Interesting. I am not 100% sure. So that, that's... Uh, it has nothing to do with wheel alignment, so I really don't care. <laughs> right, right, right. Well, 
uh, you might have chromed your bearings before you put uh, it in. Then you have the problem. You could have a problem. There. Yeah. Right. Chrome the grease shield too. Right. <clears throat> yeah. All right. Now we do have two calls. Maybe one of them has a, a bearing issue. You never Maybe know. it's a marital question. Or a marital question. Uh, nope, this one says alignment. Okay. So we're going to talk to Johnny about alignment. Okay. Hello, Hello Beckett and Beckett. Hi. Hi. Um, a couple of things. First of all, I kind of hate to uh, have to um, admit this, but I have your books. <laughs> But the problem is, I, <laughs> I, I, I have them at home, so that's kind of like <laughs> leaving on a trip. <laughs> it's kind of like leaving on a trip. I'm leaving the driver's license behind on top of the kitchen table. Or better yet, but, um, wait a minute. My wife and I were leaving on a trip, and we were going to go up into Canada, and we got an hour away from home, and she realized she left her passport at home. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's 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 bad. Uh, I, it's either go back for it or leave her at the border. <laughs> and I was <laughs> Yeah, I'll, I won't. I won't get into the middle of that one. Oh, but no. uh, yeah. So I have no marital problems. Only Peterbilt truck <laughs> problems. Well, those are bigger than marital I, problems. So. <laughs> they can yeah. be more expensive too. Yeah. So what's your problem? Okay, um, I'm just going. Okay, I I uh, I'm on the road. I noticed some uh, right tire, front steer, edge wear. So I pulled up the the, the, the string, started measuring, and uh, what I I found. I'm just going off the top of my head. Okay, so I measured from the front drive axle up to the front steer. Mm-hmm. Both sides. The right side is an inch and three quarters from the rim edge to the string. On okay. the left side, it's two and a quarter. Okay. So that means there's a half inch. Yep. And um, so is that okay? Yeah, like it's that aimed part. to the left. Right. Same to the left, a yeah. half inch, which is perfect. That's exactly what we're aiming for. Yeah. Okay. That's 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 kind of what I I thought off the, off the top of my head from from yeah, what right. I remember from the book. But so what now, you, when you part, measured from the front drive axle to the rear drive axle. Yeah, that's the part I don't like, the tram okay. or the rim edge. Correct. Okay. The, the right system. side. Yeah. The right side is a quarter inch wider. That's too much. It should be like an eighth or a sixteenth. You are correct. Right. So, yeah. Is it giving you a strong left pole? Uh, no, no, actually it's not. It, is it giving you no, a right? It's not giving me a strong. Yeah, but it's, you know, usually like two, three seconds to, yeah, to, to the white line. That's no nothing. big deal. That's nothing. I mean, so, you, now you said you've got tire wear on the right front steer tire. Is the tire wear on the outside edge or the inside edge? Outside. That's okay. It. And what year is this Peter car? 97. 
Oh, okay. So he won't have the 55 degree wheel cut nope, axle. That's, that's out. out. <laughs> okay. Forget about that. And have, have you felt for feathered wear on the steer tire? I have, and I can just barely, like it, it's hard to feel that. I mean, if there's some there, if, if there is some there, it would be going into the frame, but it's kind of like, uh, it's not very obvious. Okay, then forget mm-hmm. about feathered wear, okay? Because it's either there or it's not there. Uh-huh. All right, so if we don't have any feathered wear, your thrust angles are pretty good. We really don't have a toe problem. So you're getting some outside edge wear on the right front tire. What brand and make of tire is this? Okay, that's the next problem. Uh, because of the shortages, I, I, I usually run Yokohama RY17, and they yeah. start, if they're going to start showing anything, it's going to be much later. Oh, another thing yeah. I should tell you, these tires have about 65,000 miles on them. Okay. So, and so fairly what new. Of, what brand of a Chinese tire is it? <laughs> it's a Hankook long haul tire. A Hankook. Uh, okay. Not <laughs> <laughs> my favorite. And. And one other thing I should tell you, with 65,000 miles, mm-hmm. I still have 17 30 seconds, mm-hmm. which I think these only come with 19. So with 65,000, I've, I've burnt off like two 30 seconds, which I don't think that's too horribly that's bad. You're getting 30,000 miles per 30 second. All I would do is rotate the steer tires, rims at all, mm-hmm. and cross your fingers and keep driving. Yep. Okay. What what I was thinking of doing was just flipping that right one on the rim. Nope. Uh, side to side, rims and all. Yeah. Really? Yep. yep. It's cheaper. It's fast. It's easy. And it'll do you as much good as flipping it on the rim. All right. And there's no worry about it mismounting when you put it back on or anything. Yep. Yep, just just switch the rims at all. Okay. Um, one thing at, at first, I, I thought it was the five fifty five uh, degree wheel cut, but uh, so well, I, not I, on a ninety nine. Oh, okay. They don't. They didn't make oh, a wide track axle in ninety nine. Yeah, and it didn't. It didn't show up on Peterbilt until well after two thousand five. Right. Okay. Well, so then, see, like we're coming, uh, we're we're solving a lot of issues here then, because I've been robbing myself of a good right churn because I've I've adjusted that that steering nut about uh, about maybe six months ago, and uh, I could definitely tell the difference on my truck between the right churn and a left churn. Yeah. yeah no, so so you don't you, that that axle that you've got will only turn forty degrees. At the maximum. So, the max. oh, so go ahead and okay. put the screw back out where it was and leave it alone and Good. and rotate your tires and drive down the road. Yep. Awesome. Okay. So, but when 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 I get home, should I think about closing up that that gap on on the right side, like which is a nah. quarter inch between? Nah, nah, nah. The really tires say it's not a problem, and until the tire says it's a problem, leave it alone. Right. And your your handling experience. If you if you shorten it up one uh, thirty second shim, just one thirty second yeah. shim, and then you experience that it went from two to three seconds to four to five seconds before it reached the white line, well that's okay. That's not that's not bad. 
But that's what you're playing with is how long does it take for the truck to succumb to gravity and go to the right. And the more important thing is our baseline for wear on a steer tire is 15,000 miles per 30 seconds. You're way above that. You're at 30,000. Don't mess with it. Yeah. Oh, okay. Okay. At first, I, I was thinking, could it be because the, the, the very right outside edge, like there, there's no steel reinforcement inside yeah. the tire? Could, right. could, could that be it or no? Oh, that's very possible what's going on. But with the mileage you're getting, there's nothing you can be able to do about it. Just rotate your tires. Yeah. Okay. All right. So then, okay. so then it wasn't too bad for, for a Chinese tire. Awesome. Thank tiny, you very much. Yeah. I appreciate. <laughs> yeah, thanks a lot. I appreciate what do you guys do. Have a great day. You too. You too. All right. Yeah. Thanks. All right. Bye. All right. All right. Lots of very interesting and fun call. Yes. And you take your books with you on the road <laughs> and uh, you, you'll get more answers that way. You, you, when, when you experience something, you can look it up and you'll get your answer right there instead of having to call us. We but like don't avoid call. calling us. We like them to call us. Right, right. This is, a, this is a good time to air these grievances. Here, at our call-in number, 855-950-3835. Now, we had somebody uh, dropped, but another person gained. So we're going to go ahead and talk to this one. He's got balance issues. If he quit drinking, well, <laughs> he wouldn't have balance. Or get off that boat. Get off that boat. <laughs> All right. Uh, okay. Hello, Billy. Hey, Kevin. Hey, Mike. How you guys, buddy? We're good. Yourself? Good, fine, sir. Uh, All right. I got a, it feels like a balance. I got a bounce from about 45 mile per hour to about 62 or 3. It, it, hmm. it does it if you're accelerating or decelerating or holding steady. Uh, I had someone look at it and uh, he said that. I, I do have the balancing beads in all tires on the truck and trailer. Um, I had someone look at it. He said the tires and all look like that they were wearing really well. Uh, I've had this issue going on for about almost two months, but he found that the, he got under the truck and found that the input shaft bearing that was a, the drive shaft goes from the transmission to the front rear end that front mm -hmm. that input shaft bearing had some slack in it and he said there's your problem so of course we couldn't get the part at that time so uh i still got the vibration but i had another guy looked at it and he said that's not enough slack to to make that vibration he said i think you got a tire about it so what i guess my question to you guys is if this is your truck how how do i start eliminating issues or okay. how to start right. eliminating okay first thing balance won't cause a hop below 60 miles an hour first okay so first thing is forget about balance of tires okay. of tires okay the uh -huh. second thing is when this bounce starts do you feel it first in the steering wheel or in your seat and feet the seat and feet so it is a driveline vibration. It is nothing to do with the front end. Okay, that's good. Okay. Right. All right. Right. Third thing is, what make of Freightliner are you driving? Uh, Cascadia, two thousand fourteen. 
<laughs> what you're describing to me is a pinion angle problem. Yeah. Okay. That's the most probable thing that I would start with. I okay. think that your either your ride height on your airbags is wrong or something is shifted in your suspension and the drive shaft angles between the rear diffs and stuff is not quite right. You're in the classic speed range for a driveline vibration problem. So okay. has anybody done any work on your springs and suspensions in the last three or four months? Uh, no, sir. Not, uh, no, sir. Okay. Well, I'm going to, I would go out and I would make sure the airbags are at the right height. And then I would measure the driveline angles on the two differentials to see where they're at. Okay. Okay. Now this is going to require a very expensive tool. Mm -hmm. Okay. Okay. Are you ready to buy one? You got I, a card? I got a got credit, credit card. card? Okay, yes, we'll, we'll take your credit card number. We'll ship you the part, all right? You <laughs> okay. need a cell phone. A cell you got phone. a cell phone? Yes, sir. Damn, right, I can't sell you one. Okay, okay. all right. Never mind. <laughs> we don't need your credit card now. On your okay. cell phone, you can get a, a an app that is a level, okay? Yeah. Okay. You may already have it on there. So you take your cell phone, you put it on the level app, and you put the level on top of the frame of the truck right near the fifth wheel, okay? Okay. And your measuring is the truck aimed downhill a little bit or uphill a little bit, and the level will tell you how many degrees off it is, okay? Okay. Probably point uh -huh. one or less. Then you take the level and you put it right down on the differential housing next to the U-bolts, and it will tell you the angle the differential is. Okay. Got it? Uh -huh. Now, let's say for the sake of argument that your frame is at zero. Then okay. the rear diff should be at about 13 degrees, and the front diff should be at about three degrees. And, of um, course, the most important number is the number of degrees between them. Yep. So that That's you all right. The most important thing is the number of degrees between them. Yeah, there should be about uh -huh. 10 degrees between the two differentials. Okay? Right. So, about. So, 13. About. So, 13 on the rear, and the front was three? Correct. Correct. That's your ballpark thumb up looking at it. That's a pretty good number, okay? Okay. Now, if they're both in those numbers, then we need to talk you through how to measure the angles on your drive shafts and stuff. But I would start on those differentials because that's usually where I find the problem. Mm -hmm. Gotcha. Okay. Okay. Do you happen to know what the ride height that's supposed to be on this truck? The, I've got I've got I've got a picture of it on my phone. Now, Kevin, do you have his phone number there? Yes, I do. Hold on, just a second here, because I'm going to send you a text with this picture on it. Okay. Okay. So give me his phone number. Uh, hold Kevin. on, six. Oh, he's writing it down. We don't want to give it on the yeah. air. Then all of those girls, all the that, girls will be calling. around the, the yeah, yes, yeah, <laughs> Especially since they know I got a credit card, yeah. That's right. They know you got a credit card. They're going to come visit you. Okay. So I hear Venmo is the right way to do that now. And, I'm not sure. And, um, <laughs> that was nine five. Uh, yes. Okay. All right. Very good. All right. Now I got to find the picture. Okay. So what I'm going to send you is a picture that shows you how you're supposed to measure from the axle to the frame to get the right height. Okay. Okay. Gotcha. 
and then you'll be able to measure the ride height, and you'll be able to measure the uh, pinion angles. The pinion angles, and that'll get you a start on isolating what's wrong here. Okay. Okay. And just one other quick question. Um, we charge just triple like, for the, the next question. Yes, we do. Oh, okay. Y'all won't get that credit card one way or another. I been noticing just like this morning uh, when I, I pulled up to, to unload and, and I was on flat level ground and mm-hmm. uh, I got out of the truck and I had been on flat level ground for, you know, mm-hmm. all the way into the, to the warehouse area and all. So anyway, when I get out, I hear the leveling valve on the tractor. It's it's releasing quite a bit of air, and mm-hmm. could, could that and it normally does not do that. Uh, could mm-hmm. that be a good indication that that thing is going bad, and maybe that's what could that be what was causing the problem? No. Okay. Because gotcha. when you parked, if you change the angle the trailer was onto it, the airbags might be trying to make up the angles to get things right again. So, I got you. I wouldn't. I wouldn't concern myself about that yet. Let's let's deal gotcha. with the other stuff first. Okay. Yeah. Will do. Will do. Okay. Thanks, Kevin. Mike. I appreciate what you guys do. Very helpful. You're welcome. Thank buddy. you so much. You have a good day. Bye-bye. Thanks for coming. Yes, sir. Okay. Well, that good. was another good conversation about it a was. good subject that I don't think we've really talked about. <laughs> it has nothing to do with alignment, but it's the stuff we get stuck with all the time. <laughs> all these vibrations. And the funny thing is I keep I keep trying to talk to mechanics about, well, why don't you measure the pinion angles? Well, I don't know how to measure the pinion angles. It's easy. And you're a mechanic. This is your job. Yeah. Oh, well. <clears throat> what do I know? I know all about engines and transmissions. But how to connect it to the the wheel on the road? I don't know that. I don't know. Uh, anyway, now we are we are at the one o'clock hour, which we would normally uh, uh, walk out on, but it is a late start. So we're going to give everybody one more opportunity to call us at eight five five nine five zero three eight three five. Otherwise, we've got lunch waiting for us, and we may as well just go and do that. Oh, it's Italian day, isn't it? There is Italian. Thursday Italian. Yes. I mean, not always, but today it is. And I and I bought the I bought the lasagna. It's a meat lover's lasagna. They bought the meat, the, the Stouffer's meat lover's lasagna. Yes. That's uh, we're 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 pride ourselves on our uh, uh, fine class. dining here. High class food. Stouffer's is the, the best. Fine dining experience we we import. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we do have one, well, two here, so we're going to be answering a couple of questions. Here. I mean, I got to work overtime. Yeah, I'm going to start with this guy, Randy, who's probably trying to tell us his problem over the screening thing, and uh, we'll go ahead and talk to Randy real quick. Hello, Randy. Hey, how's it going? It goes on. All right. Yeah. So I've got two axles in the back and two tires on the outside of each of those axles. (laughs) Yeah. And on the on the right front set of of drive tires, Mm -hmm. bridge stones. I whatever's happening, it is chewing off and cupping the inside of the tires where they come together. Ah, oh, where they come together. Mm, okay. Where they come together, it is chewing off and cupping the insides. There's no, there's no side to side. You know, you can't run your hand in and out and feel anything except mm-hmm, for mm-hmm. 
that outer belt or okay. the other outer band. How many million miles are on these rims? <laughs> um, <laughs> the truck has the truck has three hundred ninety thousand on it. Okay, that's not too bad. Most of the time when I run into these problems and it goes and, and if the wear goes all the way around the tires uniformly where the two tires are next to each other. That's what you're talking about, right? Yes. Yes. Most of the time when I do that, if you take the tires off the rims and you stand the rim up on a nice concrete floor and you roll the rim away from you, it tends to want to veer one way or the other. Okay. And what, what we find is that the rim edge closest to the frame and the rim edge on the outside tire, the furthest away from the frame, have a slightly larger diameter than the rim where they're meeting each other. Right. Okay, so this is really just a matter of having two tires that are just, un or two rims that are unlucky enough to be paired together. Yes. Or they got hot. Right. And That's... when they get hot, the first thing an aluminum rim does is expand, and the unsupported bell of the rim expands more than the part that's right next to the lug nuts. Right. Ah, okay, okay. So, so we got to find out, did the rims get deformed? Were they built deformed? I don't care which way it is. Yeah. And if you roll it away from you and it rolls, let's say, into a right-hand turn, and then you bring the rim back and you turn it around, you roll it away the same way and it turns in a left-hand turn, well, the, 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 the beads aren't the same, are they? Right. No, no. Um, that's, a, that's a whole lot more investigating than I have the capability of doing when the wheels and tires are on the truck going down the road. <laughs> well, well, without uh, getting the wheels and tires off the truck, you're not going to find the problem. Right. But, right, uh, right. The, the tires um, aren't likely to be saved anyway. No, so they're continuing well, to cup. Right. You may as well yeah. wait. Run them until out you're, until you're done. Yep, until these yep. are done. And well, when you're ready to change it, it before they mount a tire in there, you want to do the roll roll yes. the rim test and see what you got. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, wow, that's that's a new one. I I've racked my brain trying to figure out what the heck could possibly be causing this. You know, it's the only thing I can come up with. Go ahead. Oh well, I mean, I mean, initially when I first started started seeing the wear. Appearing, I thought, man, are these tires low? You know, so I checked, they were at like 75, so I pumped them up to 80, but that mm -hmm. certainly didn't yeah. cause the problem. Mm -hmm. um, but they're just continuing to, and now there's enough wear off of that inside, and it's cupped enough to where it's just accelerating the wear. Mm -hmm. Yeah, now do you know why it accelerates when it does that? Because it's smaller in diameter and it's getting drugged down the road by the yes. fat yeah. part got of the tire. It. Perfect. And what what and I you believe would, you would not believe you would you would not believe the number of people that cannot understand that. Yes, <laughs> but that very principle: if one bead of the rim is a larger diameter than the other, you build that right into the tire when you mount the tire. Yep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's why you're getting the, that. Maybe why you're getting the cupping right now. Right. It could be. It could also be a tire problem that just happened to show up on the but inside instead. Two of, tires yeah, mounted two. together. You and got, then this is, in this way. Yeah. You could have got. You could have got real unlucky that way. But of course, get, having two bad rims is also terribly unlucky. Correct. So you're not <laughs> right. unlucky. That's, that's the thing. It's one way or the other. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. And I and I believe that 
Well, I mean, it's a relatively new Peak 579. It's a 2021 model, mm-hmm. 2020 model, maybe. But like I said, it's only got 390,000 miles on the truck. So I, I mm-hmm. got to believe that these rims and tires have never been, well, off. I mean, it's been through. Yeah. It's been, yeah, yeah, it's probably never been off. I mean, I'm sure that they've been rotated. The, and Is the truck new to you? It's, it is new to me, yes. Okay. Yes. Well, the, the the possibility, like Mike brought up there, is that maybe there was a brake that hung up at one point and really heated up those rooms. Yeah, and that's what I, caused I could this. see that. You know, a brake a brake hang anything that could have very much yeah. that would that okay. that seems to me like a more likely scenario than the random bad luck of having two bad tires matched together or two bad rims matched together. You're looking for something to happen in that wheel end. Now, let let me give you another little clue. Aluminum rims have a little round, clear sticker on the rim, on the flange of the rim. Mm -hmm. A round sticker. Close to where all the, the labeling is stamped into the rim to give you the part numbers and stuff. Yeah. That little round, clear sticker is a temperature gauge. And if the rim gets ah, hot, okay. that thing turns black and flaky and tells the manufacturer that this aluminum has been overheated and it's no good anymore. So if that ah, sticker that. is not there or it's black, well, then, they get dirty and look black, but they get black and flaky. Oh, well, yeah. Okay. Yeah, flaky, right. So you might take a look at those stickers and see if they're showing any discoloration or any flakiness. All right. Because, again, the, the other issue with the truck that's new to you is you don't even know if these rims actually were on the track before. No, I believe. I mean, it's part of a big company fleet, and yeah. they're pretty right. anal about all that sort of stuff. And Yeah. Okay. But that's what you can, that's the, that's right. where you can look to find out. All right. Good. Good. Thank Good you, luck sirs. to you, buddy. You yep. bet. Thanks. We got one more call to get here. All right. Bye-bye. All right. Bye. <laughs> All right, we got one. Uh, it's uh, about an international, I guess. Hello, David. Yeah, yes, sir. Thank you much for taking my call. It's a uh, no company LT, company LTL truck, 2018 LT. I've had, uh, I've been in out of this truck different times since it was new, and it's always just sort of had a, a bounce to it, vibration, and it does feel more so in the. Uh, feet and seat. Mm-hmm. Um, we've just put new recap, you know, they run the recap drive tires, but they were balanced. Didn't seem to, well, they, uh, they put the back axle on first. I ran one trip, then they put the middle axle, front axle on. Mm-hmm. And with the old tires on the front axle, it did seem to ride smoother when they put the middle, mm-hmm. the uh, front axle, they, it went back to about where it was. Now we did have. I've tried to ride. I can't come up with uh, ride height on this. It's the. Um, I don't believe it's the IROS. It, but it's the International Forty Thousand. I do have the line set. It says like a fourteen UPZ. Doesn't mean anything. That me. means anything. Okay. No, no. But I mean, it. It. Uh, I looked at the IROS and the spring hangers. They seem like they uh, they're hollowed out in the middle. This here is like mm-hmm. a solid V. You know. Right. So I'm thinking it's just yeah. the regular international. But I've Airliner played around system. with. Yeah. Uh, yeah. There's no names on the brackets or anything yep. either. Yep. So mm-hmm. I've I've played around with the 
ride height, and I've had my fifth wheel from like 45 inches up to like 47 inches. Okay, all right. Let's yeah, let's back up here. Let's back let's back up here a little bit. Okay. okay. This ride disturbance that you experience. What speed does it typically come in at, and what speed can you go fast enough to get rid of it? Um, well, that's a good question. I, I can't really get rid of it out of uh, over we're 68, 69 mile an hour, and it'll come right. in. So what speed does it come in at? Basically, like about uh, in the 50, 55, 60 mile an hour, it comes in. Okay, and all then, right. But I mean, it's it does it does take fits where it's smooth as can be. Okay, that's not a pinion angle problem. That's probably not a driveline angle problem. Yeah. You feel this mainly coming in through your seat and feet as opposed to coming in through the steering wheel? Pretty much. Pretty much. Well, okay. I, did have, uh, I did have the halos on here, the air pumps. Yeah, that and, doesn't and matter. I'm not, I'm not worried about that. I'm not worried about that. I want to I follow this discussion. Okay? Okay. So... Um, you feel it come in through your seat and feet and not through the steering wheel, right? Correct. I, I do have a okay. little bit in the steering wheel, but it's pretty much constant and I'm due for dry or steer tires. Soon. Okay. All right. So but I, this I, other problem comes into the seat and feet. Uh, is yes, it, sir. is it primarily in a certain gear or a couple of gears? No, no, I can knock it out of gear and it stays. Okay. okay. All right. That's good news. Yeah. Cause it's less expensive. That, that wipes out a whole bunch of stuff. Okay. I'm more inclined to think that this is a drive shaft problem. Okay. Okay. So yeah. if, if nobody yeah. has checked your axle yokes or check your drive shaft to make it straight or make sure it's balanced, that's where I would start next. Okay. Yeah. That, that sounds good. It's just a, Company LTL, it's going to be hard to get a balanced draw shaft. <laughs> yeah. I understand. I understand. Yeah. But that's but why we're focusing. Yeah. October 17th, I'm retiring after 45 years here. So, ah, so what do you yeah. care? <laughs> You're a short timer. <laughs> but I'm running, the, I'm running the race to the finish. I'm running yeah. the race <laughs> to the finish, you know? You ain't quitting. So, All right. Yeah. Very good, buddy. Well, good I, luck to you. Okay. All right. Thank you much. I uh, appreciate You're it. Welcome. Yeah, thank you. So. All right. All right. Yeah. Bye -bye. Have a, yeah. a happy retirement after 45 years of Good for him. driving these things. Yeah. 45 years. That puts it back before you were actually doing the truck alignment. Not me. Actually, I was do I've been doing them for almost 50 years. Almost 50. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right. And it's, it's before we met McCaster. Oh, yeah. Yeah. But I was working at, at Culligan. Yeah, working on trucks. working on the trucks there. Transmissions and yeah, yeah. Okay, well, folks, it's been fun. It's, it's been, been real, but it ain't been real fun. But we will be back next week. Yes, we will. Not the week after, but we will yeah, be the back week after next week. We're going to be Texas. Look forward to meeting y'all and taking more calls. See you then. Bye.